Hi everyone, and welcome to the 55th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Churro. Hello. Jackie. Woo! Hey. And Lauren. Hi, Doves. Kingdom Hearts 3! Yay! Yay! Yay. Yeah, clapping. Yay, so it's like seven, seven long years, and finally we get to record this show. Lucky number well, seven. It took... Lucky number seven. Well, I don't, I don't think we've been. I don't think this show has been going on for seven years. But we yeah. have existed for seven years, and we've been waiting for seven years. Mm. It's been our destiny to record this very podcast, <laughs> and, it's, and it's episode fifty-five too. So it's yeah, kind of a that's kind of a thing. <laughs> Two fives. So yeah, finally, Kingdom Hearts three is announced. I couldn't even wait to get to the <laughs> the normal intro, but Kingdom Hearts three is announced. Yay, Yay. everybody! So anyway, for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union is is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We run on a four-week rotation with a new show every other Tuesday with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Churro? KH2.co.uk. That's going to get complicated, isn't it, Churro, now that Kingdom Hearts 3 is announced? kh2.co.uk well actually i do have a backup plan with that so uh that's good be, uh, be please prepared. be excited please be excited please be patient <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so, all, all uh, those can't wait can't... to unveil that cha- a change into that that's good that's Ooh. good to hear so i, I actually remember like one day just I was on answermreport.com you know back in the day old school old, very old school and I, I saw a news piece one day and news piece the next day and they're all credited to kh2.co.uk I was like well if these people are getting credited all the time why don't I just go to them yeah so that was me leaving answer report and going to kh2.co.uk full time Anyways, that's, that's where the magic began. That's where the magic yep. began. I think that was like 2003, 2004. I'm, I can't. 04. I think it was early, early 04. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we have a two segment show, but it, trust me, guys, this is all news. So these are basically two parts of the news segment. We have a full news show, like we promised last show. If something crazy was going to happen at E3, we would do an all new show, and we are doing an all new show, but we divided it in half. So <laughs> it, it's, it's all new news show anyway. times two. Only show ah. times two, it's like Ko Ken times two. Anyway, <laughs> as far as uh, the segments go, we have uh, our first segment, which is just the raw facts segment. This is kind of like our traditional news segment where we just go through all the bits and bobs, just everything that you need to know. Uh, and then our second segment, uh, I'm calling it the interview review, and that's basically where uh, we go through. Uh, I mean, ideally, it would have been different interviews, but I'll be honest; these are all from Nomura's Famitsu interview. <laughs> but <laughs> that's just because they t- they do the best interview. So, uh, yeah. so we're just yeah, going like up with them. IGN. Yeah, <laughs> IGN wasn't very great. Uh, a lot of them weren't great. Um, but yeah, we're we're doing the good one. Um, and basically, we're just going to go through different quotes from the interview, and we're going to react to them, kind of like how we react to burning questions and questions and all that. So you'll see how it goes later. But yeah, two questions. It's all news. So this is the all news show. I I don't know if this has ever happened in Kingdom Hearts Union history, but <laughs> it's happening now. Because like this, if there was ever going to be a news announcement for this to happen, it'd be this one. And it is. So yeah. Anyway. Please be anyway, excited. So please excited. Be ex- please be excited for our news Brandon segment. is so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I actually wish I had like, a video camera I'm on so him. Excited. I'm so excited. So excited. But anyway, before we can get to my exciting news segment, we have our announcement segment about the show. So, uh, stickers are going out to those who get their questions answered in the question segment. Next show, because we don't have a question segment, because this is an all-new segment. So, unless we want to give stickers to Nomura. Uh, can that be arranged, Cheryl? Uh Yeah, I think so. I mean, um, a friend of mine at, that attended E3 with me gave Nomura a bottle filled with these little handmade papu fruits. Yeah, yes. Yeah, oh. um, Cecily, He right? actually tweeted about that. Yeah. Yeah, so I, actually, I saw that it is possible. That was cool. So we'll, we'll, we'll look to sending him some stickers since we're just doing all of his uh, answers to Famitsu's questions. Um, also, uh, just in case you didn't know, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3D spoilers are fair game. So if you haven't played, uh, this is fair warning for you. But if you haven't played and you want to know about Kingdom Hearts 3, 
Um, you have a conflict of interest here because Kingdom Hearts 3 is all spoilers to Kingdom Hearts 3D. <laughs> but anyway, on to the news segment! Yay! I swear, if actual news reporters were as excited about the news <laughs> as you are, the news would be a lot more interesting. I, 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 I would be more excited, but I got all my excitement out while like at E3. At E3. And, like, yeah, I know. I'm so I'm you're so excited it out. It's okay. It's did okay. anyone did anyone see like the the EA conference that one guy that announced Peggle two? And he just he jumped up and he was like Peggle two, and he's like bro fist in the air. <laughs> That's how actually I'm actually when Peggle two got announced, like my Twitter feed got exploded because everybody was happy. Aww. Yeah, actually. Actually, bef- before we go into Kingdom Hearts 3, I was also so excited for uh, Mirror's Edge 2. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. yeah. So was I. Yeah, just in general, e- this E3 was pretty pretty amazing, you know, compared to the last few that have not been so amazing. Yeah, it's true. Aww. Where Square Enix was kind of swept into the corner and had nothing to show. Yeah. <laughs> now they're pulling up all the stops, you know, they're fighting back out of that corner. Exactly. But they must not have this been listening time. to my complaining. Not this time. On to the raw facts segment. So, first bit of news. As we've been saying this whole time, Kingdom Hearts 3 has been officially announced after seven years of no silence. Or, or all, all silence. Si- not All silence. silence. Yeah. Not no silence. Well, all silence, no console games, all spinoff games. After seven years of that nonsense, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 has been officially announced to be in development. We finally um, had our fill of spin-off games. It's finally, exactly. finally over. So Kingdom Hearts 3 was announced at E3 uh, during the Sony press conference. Nomura came on uh, by video feed and, dem- and demoed off uh, two trailers. One of them was for Final Fantasy Versus 13, becoming Final Fantasy 15, which is also very exciting. And Kingdom Hearts 3 immediately after that. So two giant Nomura games uh, coming to PS4. Uh, a very, very exciting, but also Xbox One. Just caveat. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... Um, They're coming out on both. Okay, so I was going to say, when the Kingdom Hearts trailer was playing at first, what, what did you guys think it was? Well, so, I, I already heard it from a third party. So well, I, I watch- knew what I was watching. I- well, for so those when, who was watching the so when I was stream. when I was watching it live, and I think this was like fairly unanimous for most people, I saw it and I saw Kingdom Hearts one. I was like, oh, so this is is this one point five? Yeah, this is probably one point five. This is it mm-hmm. can't be anything special, you know. And then as it was going on, they showed something of Kingdom Hearts two. I was like, oh, are they getting out two point five now? Don't they know Kingdom Hearts one point five hasn't come out here yet? <laughs> and then they showed Kingdom Hearts three D, and then I was like, wait a second. Are they going to include Kingdom Hearts 3D <laughs> in 2.5? <laughs> because I'm pretty sure the secret ending in Kingdom Hearts 1.5 only advertised Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, and Recoded. See, I, I get very detailed in my instant knee-jerk, my knee-jerk reactions are very thorough. Uh, and then they started showing the the uh, the CGI from 3D becoming this like real time looking thing like wait whoa 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 what is this <laughs> and then and then yeah the man's tears just started flowing from there and, and then was, everything just got put together like a puzzle yeah. piece i was so happy that i was watching the uh the stream on my tv so i was watching it in this giant hd screen i was on my exercise bike <laughs> <laughs> brandon brandon Stop i burned everything. so many calories brandon i, I was so in a hotel calories. room with crappy wi-fi watching this stream <laughs> Because I knew something was going to happen, and it was, yeah. um, it was, it was like, because like I said, because after they showed, you know, the versus trailer becoming fifteen, yeah, and then and then I was like, I'm like thinking, is Nomar going to say one more thing? And he's all like, yeah, well, here's another trailer we got. It's a teaser. I'm like, okay. And then once once I saw the Disney logo, I was like, oh, here we go. Mm. And then just like you, Brandon, it was like Kingdom Hearts one. He goes, Chain of Memories. Kingdom Hearts 2 I'm like wait where, where is this going yeah I'm like and then it was, you know then it went on to like Birth by Sleep Recoded 3D and then it was, it was like eventually coming to light and then all of a sudden bam Sora on Destiny Islands grabbing uh, Iraxis's Keyblade and then mm-hmm. bam the logo showed up yeah. yeah once that logo hit that hit hard it was awesome <laughs> I yeah, asked I a friend it. who was at the press conference and she said that man the applause for Kingdom Hearts 3 was was very very loud. Yeah. yeah. I remember I can definitely um, imagine. 
I found out because, like, being in England, um, it was actually 2 a.m. when uh, the yeah. Sony press conference came on. And it was a uh, work night, so I was just like, well, I have to wake up yeah. early the next morning. But I woke up at about, like, 5.30 to work out, and um, uh, I saw on my um, iPhone that somebody had posted on my Twitter, and they were just like, Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy 15! And I was like, oh, here we go. And, um, yep. <laughs> and I <laughs> didn't actually... exploded. I uh, I was just like, well, I had to kind of take a double take because I was just like, you know, like, what, 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 what? <laughs> it's a hope. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like it has to be, this has to be a misunderstanding. Yeah. Like, a I rumor. do not think that they would do that. And At least with Final Fantasy 15, we were kind of expecting it because we were hearing the rumors well, about Versus becoming 15. I think, I think we joked about it on Final Fantasy We joked Union. about it a lot. I think we were just kind of like, Whoa! Wait, what if Square Enix just pulls out of the bag? Final Fantasy versus Thirteen is fifteen. What? And yep. we were just like <laughs> literally like not even like serious about it, and we were just kind of like, wow, if that actually did happen, we we yeah. just like what the f? And then it so did that, happen. That in and of itself was crazy. And then Kingdom Hearts three was totally uncalled for. Yeah, like, there was it, it, it no was, expectation. Like, there was no expectation no. for it. It was awesome. Like, like I've seen questions on like different. Cage community fan sites and like everybody kept you know there's at least one topic saying what are the chances of Cage three being announced at E three and it's like, like everybody was no saying chance. like not even like five percent it was like yeah. Yeah, like two or one percent chance and and uh, bam all those so, the, so glad we were wrong for once the one thing that did kind of bring me back to earth a bit was an article that came up not too not too much like later um mm-hmm. with Namora saying that he was kind of feeling like it might have been too early and then yeah. and then reality <laughs> sunk in and i was just like we're not going to see difficult. either of these games for another 2 years or so yeah damn it that, that is that oh, is sort two, of the two years it's sort of the it's, way it goes yeah it, it'll take them that long to work out all the kinks of releasing a next gen console True, true. But at we least, waited for at like least he, seven years already. At least he went on to say that we'll get more information, you know, this time around rather than nothing. Yeah. 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 Be excited and please be patient. Exactly. The Nomura mantra. Speaking of the current state of the game, uh, as far as what we saw in the trailer, it turns out it was pre-rendered, but as far as we can tell, it was using the technology from their engine. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at the very least, that was the case for the um, the battle sequence. It's not clear if the part was Sora actually picking up the Keyblade. We don't know if that was real time or not. Yeah. I, did, I sort of saw there might have been some aliasing, that the jaggy lines on the Keyblade at some point, which would have indicated to me that it was in real time. But I think that might have just been the uh, conversion of the video on YouTube. So I'm not sure if any of that was real time yeah but as far as we've heard uh they do they do have it running in real time and on uh and on equipment they say equipment they don't say ps4 xbox or just their pc um they say they have a demo running on equipment and it basically looks like that they just couldn't get the gameplay uh working quite right just yet so it's still it's still early uh and it'll basically look like what you saw anyway so that's good to know uh also Despite uh, what people thought uh, for uh, Square announcing all these at the PS4 conference, it's not an exclusive to anybody. Uh, this is being developed for the PlayStation 4 and for the Xbox One. So how do you? Yeah, guys... the Xbox One game announcement came from their uh, Future of Final Fantasy yeah. event on the first day, right before the doors opened up for everybody. That that announcement came then, but they did yeah. it on Sony's stage because of you know. Kingdom Hearts history of uh, being on the PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm sure this is probably a pretty dicey subject, uh, but I'll, I'll try to I'll, I'll try to sh- unleash a little bit of the of the brighter side. Uh, PlayStation Four and Xbox One uh, these days, if you look at the spec sheet for both of them, it's like they cheated on each other it's like it's like they were in class when they were writing their little design <laughs> documents and they're sort of like looking at each other's paper yeah i don't know who is looking over each other's shoulder it was probably sony because they one-upped microsoft and pretty much everything yeah but they're pretty much equal as far as 
specification. Both of their processors are, well, Microsoft's processor is kind of made by them, but it's co-developed by AMD. Sony's is all developed by AMD. They're both eight-core processors. They both have eight gigabytes of RAM. Uh, Sony's got a little bit faster RAM. Uh, It's kind of like what you get in a video card. Uh, But they're pretty much spec for spec. They're pretty much the same thing. So as far as porting these days, and the architectures are the same, so uh, software architecture uh, for the most part. Uh, as far as porting these, it's not the crazy task it was back in the previous generation. The Xbox had a three-core processor. Uh, the PS3 had an eight-core processor, and no one knew how to utilize it, and it was very complicated. Both of these are basically just eight-core PCs. Uh, with They're not even really video cards. They're called APUs, where it's just one really fast chip, and they use all the memory together. It's kind of how they design cell phones these days. So, anyway, they're both pretty much the same. It's not the same kind of task it was uh, to port these days. It it should be a lot easier, is what I'm trying to say. And you know what's funny? Yeah. Everybody's happy for the K3 announcement, but then now everybody's complaining that it's going to be on the Xbox One. Yeah, it's it's not the same case. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I think it's just the Sony fan boys and girls that exactly. don't want to accept that fact. I will. I will argue that I. I am a big, a big believer in loyalty. Nobody yeah. who has an Xbox 360, unless if somehow they had a PS2, like way back mm-hmm. when or whatever, they don't play Kingdom Hearts. Like they, yeah. they just don't like. Square Enix have learned their lesson time and time again. Japanese people do not buy Xbox 360 games. And if they do, they're very, very small. And so, from that perspective, I do kind of think that it's a silly idea in order for them to do that. Because, like, I mean, if they wanted to play it, if they want to play it and safe, they should keep it on the PlayStation. Well, they're not really pandering to the Japanese audience, though, because they know most American gamers use Xbox over the yeah, yeah, but how many, but how many, how many Xbox players actually play JRPGs? It's a great question, and probably very few of them because there aren't many JRPGs. I mean, uh, I mean, most of the, I mean, Xbox has a lot of great JRPGs. They do, there, but how many so. people buy them? Yeah, they're pretty low selling. They're pretty low, but like for, I mean, their franchise isn't as big as say Kingdom Hearts or yeah. Final Fantasy. I mean, when you when you say our JRPGs, Final Fantasy. And Square Enix name is pretty much the one thing everybody's going to say. Yeah, but then also, I would say it. Oh, I, I don't think I don't think um, the Xbox community is going to be as appreciative of it. But I think the good news is um, the what this would have come with on the PS had this been you know a PS3 Xbox 360 game. This could have been a, a bigger deal because it it would take a lot more effort to port to the Xbox One from coming from PS3 development or to the Xbox 360 coming from PS3 development um, just because the architectures were so different and at least with Final Fantasy 13 the concern was that because they're developing for both of these platforms we're going to lose something in this translation the good news is they're not developing for either of these platforms right now they're developing on PC so (laughs) both of these are ports this isn't the original platform they're both getting identical treatment they're actually over developing on PC and then they're going to uh, downscale to whatever the consoles can handle. I mean, I'm, I'm going to admit that I'm, pro- I'm pretty sure the Xbox One sales for KH3 won't be as high as the PS4, but, yeah. you know, but at the same time, um, people who play, who buy Kingdom Hearts 3 on the P- on the Xbox One, they're not going to get, you know, any of the previous Kingdom Hearts games yeah. for that console. I would say... So, you know, it is, you know, it's a double-edged sword for Xbox users who's never played a Kingdom Hearts game. Well, maybe yeah, they'll for, have a For an down, Xbox user. Yeah, late, sooner or later, um, you know, I think Cage 1.5 and 2.5 is going to be ported on mm. the Xbox One, too. Maybe, or, uh, or like, Nomura will decide to do something like he did with Dreamjot Distance and include, like, a little story thing that you can access in the menu that bring you up to speed. Yeah, the way I see yeah, it, you know, possibly. it seems it doesn't look like a complex decision based on you know like things like loyalty and whatnot. Because given mm-hmm. the two, uh, given the two, both both of the consoles are running on are going to run on almost the same architecture and have 
similar mm -hmm. and practice. You could call them the same specs. You know, uh, the, uh, that's what yeah, the average consumer the will see, anyways. Um, so it's more like it's easy to do. Why not just do it? Expand our fan base a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I that's, say, that's kind of the since, way I see it. Since it's not going to detract from your experience on whichever console you go on, I don't think there's any loss in an Xbox fan getting to play a Final Fantasy or a Kingdom Hearts game. If you want to play it on PS4, if you've been with the series before, it's not going to hurt your experience if someone else gets to play too. So it's not going to hurt your experience. experience. But then what's the point in having two different consoles if you're going to offer the same thing on both? They're two different companies. Two different people want your same money, and you're gonna have. It's I mean, just it's the business. Same with everybody. It's competition. It's just business. Like, I just, I just, I prefer it when it's two, because then at least you feel like you're buying something because you're buying that brand. You know, yeah. if you're buying the P, if you're buying the Sony brand, you're buying into well. You were buying into Insomniac games. They've kind of gone back to yeah. Xbox now. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, like, also, you know, Naughty Dog, and you're buying into... Uh, why can't I think of their name? Oh, Heavy Rain. Frick, what's oh, their yeah. name? Quanti Quantum, Quantum Dream. Dream. Quan Quantum Dream, yeah. Quantic Dream. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're buying into that brand. And it was Square Enix as well. Like, it, it's just... You're buying a PlayStation 3 because you're buying that yeah. sort of game and that sort of genre. And now it just seems like it's kind of... Yeah, iffy. exclusivity. And I'm also kind of angry about the whole Final Fantasy 15 thing. Because that was announced as a PlayStation a PS3 only, yeah. 3 exclusive. And now they've just kind of been like, oh, by the way, no, we're we're ditching all of that. Like, it's yeah. just... Funny how, like, P P just exclusivity in general has sort of gone the way of the, the term dinosaur. Exclusive isn't you know really used that much anymore because you can find unless, almost anything in every unless platform. you're unless you are a first party developer. So like if I'm if I develop for Sony Computer Entertainment, unless I work for them, it doesn't really make business sense to only have a game on one console if I can easily put it on. You know, another console and maybe the PC and on your phone. <laughs> I mean, just like just like Nintendo. I mean, most of the, uh, Nintendo's popular games are first party, so you're never gonna yeah. find them on any other console or platform. So. But so, then you're not wasting yeah. any money. Like, if mm -hmm. if you're making if you're making a ton of games for an Xbox One and not a lot of people mm -hmm. are gonna buy it, that's losing money. That's uh, why you research and go out to the you know your other things. I mean, like. Like I said, Square Enix is a business first, so they're going to try to do whatever they can to get as much money as they yeah, can for these yeah. games. Like, we know these are big titles, and people will buy them on another console. So, so what Lauren I mean, is referring to might be that you know, they're throwing marketing money out in order to promote the same game on a mm -hmm. different console that's not going to have, that's not going to generate anywhere as close to the number to the amount of sales on the PS4. Microsoft is most likely giving Square Enix money to port. <laughs> yeah, to seriously, because, uh, I mean, Square Enix is getting money from Microsoft. All Square Enix has to do is, is just make commercials, and people will go out and buy them. But, yeah. like, as you're saying, Lauren, that um, not everybody in Japan is going to buy an Xbox, which is That's fine, sure. because Square Enix is still going to get money for the PS4 sales. So yeah. you know it, you know in the and then everybody that has an Xbox One in you know other countries, you know they're going to see this as an opportunity to finally play a Kingdom Hearts game, which means in the end Square Enix is still going to get the sales from the Xbox One. So in the end, to Square Enix, the way they see it is a win-win for them, especially yeah. when everything's the same specs and architecture and all that. This yeah, might so. open the world or the Xbox One to more RPG titles being developed for I know, them. it's... I mean, like I said, the 360 had, you know, great titles, like, you know, Tales of Vesperia, you know, and all that. Um, it's, you know, just because, my, you know, everybody sees the Xbox as a shooter type of mm -hmm. console, you know, that's the, that's the kind of the problem. Yeah, so we'll have to see how, you know, the sales go. The good news is uh, both PS4 and Xbox One are... They, they're pretty much committed that all games will pretty much all be available digitally as well. So after a while, I'm sure they won't even be losing money from printing discs. So, <laughs> so Lauren, know, have a, we convinced you? A download you is free. A download's free. No. <laughs> no, I still believe in loyalty. I'm sorry. Fair enough. I, I'm, I'm Loyal, sorry. Loyalty's, loyalty's well, fair. I, 
Well, I wasn't here to convince anybody. I'm just yeah. explaining my reasons for it. To me, I see it as a business type of thing. Yeah, yeah, no. it's definitely it's definitely definitely a business thing. Yeah, so. I just I don't know. I just believe in I just believe in loyalty, but that's just me. Yeah, it's something that's uh, sadly going away. Just the way uh, everybody. There's so many different platforms out there. But anyway, moving along, uh, we have two bits of uh, pretty good news. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3 is de- being developed by the Osaka team. So that's uh, the team that made Birth by Sleep, Dream Drop Distance, and Rechain of Memories, and I'm trying to think if there's any others. Oh, and well, they're doing a 1.5 HD remix. So that's a great team. Unfortunately, it's not the original Kingdom Hearts team, as you may know. That team is developing Final Fantasy 15. Though, at the same time, both teams are relaying information back and forth, so they're exactly. learning from each other. Exactly. So, the good news is, uh, they're both running on the Luminous Studio engine. They're both, you know, pretty much the same technology, very similar gameplay. Uh, Namor actually described it that both teams are in a healthy rivalry. They're both trying to outdo each other. Even though Kingdom Hearts 3 is a little bit newer on the block, uh, they can already see that they're influencing each other, uh, you know, since they're you know pretty similar in terms of gameplay, history, the teams, you know, there's so much going behind it. I think yeah, I'm pretty sure most of the staff in the creative staff of 15 also works on 3. I mean, Nomura's obviously the director. Yoko Shimomura's obviously going to be the composer for Kingdom Hearts 3. I would imagine uh, Nojima would also help out with writing some scenarios for Kingdom Hearts 3. So, And uh, Taiyasui is co-directing Case 3. Yep, Taiyasui is co-directing, and that is definitely a really good thing. Taiyasui is awesome. Uh, I would say awesome, awesome man. the first thing that I noticed that made me like that guy was when I, and this is a bad admission, but I did eventually buy this game, so don't worry. When I, t- <laughs> when I downloaded the ISOs of Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix and Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories, the Japanese versions when they came out, and I noticed that the Rechain of Memories ISO was bigger than Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix. And I was like, what is going on here? What makes Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories bigger than Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix? And that's got like a whole new movie in it. Mm. And it turns out that Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories was the first Kingdom Hearts title to use recorded audio to re- for music. So it wasn't live music. It was like, you know, synthesized music, but it was not synthesized by the PS2. It was synthesized by a professional computer synthesizer. And that's why the uh, music in Rechain of Memories sounds so nice is because that was the first game to do that. And all uh, Osaka team games since then had done that. Birth by Sleep did that. Uh, obviously, Dream Drop Distance did that. They even had live music in a, ga- in a level. So that, was that to me, was like the first, the first time I hear that he started that trend of moving away from crappy PS2 synthesizers. That was like, oh, I love this guy. And now it gets extreme <laughs> in HD remix with live Yeah, live music. orchestra. Yeah, actual live orchestra. So it, it, and, I, it's and, only getting better from there. And I, I met that man last year, and he's he's very very awesome. He's, he's fluent very awesome. in English, he's, isn't he? He's fluent exactly. in English. Yep. Yeah, I was able to hold a conversation <laughs> with him, and it was pretty awesome. Yeah, he's definitely he's a cool guy. He's been uh, with the Kingdom Hearts series now uh, since actually 2006, since his first Kingdom Hearts title that he directed was uh, Rechain of Memory. So he's been in this long haul uh, with us so and uh, some refer him as Nomura's right hand man so yeah definitely so he's yeah. a, he's definitely a great guy to have uh, involved and yeah even though the original Kingdom Hearts team isn't directly involved they are indirectly polishing the Kingdom Hearts team and the Kingdom Hearts team is also polishing the Final Fantasy 15 team yeah so it's all good don't worry <laughs> they're all kind of mixing together it's a nice little I don't know Gumbo of, of a gumbo, talent. a guac. <laughs> talent. A guac. Yeah, it's great. I'm really happy that the Osaka team is taking this on. I feel yeah, like definitely. when I when I hear of the Osaka team, to me the name it you know it's associated with like uh, innovation of the Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts series, definitely um, change and experimentation with different play mechanics they've done you know i feel like they've done some pretty daring things like for birth by sleep dream drop distance definitely dream drop distance (laughs) and i was so happy when they when they got promoted to first uh 
yeah, party division. First party division. Yeah, so that's great. So we have a great team. You know, they are fresh eyes, but they're not like they're not like totally ignorant to Kingdom Hearts. They've been with us for so long, so uh, I'm excited for them. I think they're going to be a great fit for Kingdom Hearts three. Give us a new direction for the series uh, and its finale. Uh, and also, concluding our raw facts section, uh, is a bit of story info. Um, you wouldn't think that you'd find this, and most people aren't talking about it, but uh, Square Enix did reveal in a press release a little bit about the story that might give us a hint to how the game is structured. Uh, so uh, this comes directly from the press release from Square. Uh, it says, Believing light and darkness must remain in balance, Master Zehanort seeks to spark a war against the t- tyranny of light to restore equilibrium. In an effort to undermine Zehanort's plot, Sora, Donald, and Goofy search for the seven guardians of light and the key to return hearts, while King Mickey and Riku search for the previous Keyblade wielders. So... Do you think, and I put, I brought it up on the last, uh, or on our Emergency Ethery podcast, but do you think that given this structure that we might have a birth by sleep tile deal uh, where we actually get to play as Sora for a while and then we get to play as Riku for a while, mm-hmm. think we're going to have different parties? Sounds or like it. Oh, God, I hope so. Yeah, because... Uh, Seems like it. See, King Mickey and Riku, in order to search for previous Keyblade wielders, they need to uh, get through get into that uh, world of darkness, darkness, right? In order to yeah. find Aqua. Mm-hmm. So pin her down. Since, she's since, one since they were both there at one point. She's the <laughs> only, like, viable previous Keyblade wielder at this moment, because Terra yeah. hasn't Terra hasn't been released from Xehanort yet, and Ventus yeah. is don't. still MIA. Well, as I'm, revealed in the games, they don't know the whereabouts of Terra. <laughs> yeah. It, it seems that, yeah, that... King Mickey and, uh, and Rika are definitely going after Aqua since she's the only one that is worth them going after. And I think uh, Sora, Donald, and Goofy, they're probably searching for the Seven Guardians of Light and the Key to Return Hearts. So probably for Ven since, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess Ven's sort of in a sleep state, but he also needs his heart repaired. And I guess the Seven Guardians of Light may be able to help with that and the key and... Well, uh, well, Aqua's important because she's the only one that knows how to navigate Castle of Oblivion to get to Van. True. So getting so getting Aqua is, is a priority for them, and then Sura getting the key to really, you know, return yeah. uh, Ben's heart back to him. So it's... Also, another important note is that in the uh, trailer, he picks up the Master Keeper, which is uh, Ericus's Keyblade, and that is the Keyblade that created uh, Castle of Oblivion from mm-hmm. the... Uh, what to do's it, whatever they call that place. The what to do's it. The what to do's it. The land of departure. Yeah, that place. The what's <laughs> so they we have that keyblade was used officially. <laughs> <laughs> officially on the show. That has nothing to do with Square Enix. The what to do's it. They use the, the master keeper to turn the what to do's it into Castle Oblivion. So definitely seems like wonder, Castle Oblivion's going to be in it. That's it may, unavoidable. It makes me wonder that scene they used, you know, with Sora picking up the Master Keeper. I, mm-hmm. Like, do you think they'll actually keep that scene, or is it just something just to tease mm-hmm. us? I think it's a teaser, but I think it's a dual-fold teaser. I think it's part teaser, part uh, hint at what it's going to be about, because they could have had him pick up a Kingdom Key. I mean, mm-hmm. they they had him holding a Kingdom Key in the, uh, in the gameplay. I, I mean, it's pretty clear that there was a, a purpose for it, whether that scene is going to happen exactly, that's you know that yeah. you never know. No, that could that they could you know going you know after the fact decide to put the scene back in, but I don't think it is necessarily a part of. Yeah, the story, so the scene might not uh, might not transition in through into yeah. the real game, but the concept and the story behind exactly. it will still will still be there. They, I, I don't know, but. Now that I think about it, the way they made Kingdom Hearts 2 and they did another side, another story, they just sort of, like, threw crap together yeah. and then just sort of fit it back in. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it, but it would definitely be one of those sort of after-the-fact, eh, maybe we should have put it in. But yeah, I would say, either way, yes, the, the fact that he's picking up the Master Keeper, that idea is what is important. Yeah, Although now that you uh, mention that, I kind of want that kind of trailer for the Jump Festa trailer. Yeah. You know, like, like I mean, like this trailer was Give this trailer was tra- good. I mean, it was a teaser. Yeah, it was obviously. a teaser. It was, it was a, a good teaser. teaser. But I really want a badass one. 
Yeah, we we definitely have to get that, and that's sort of what's confusing me is why did no more why is no more bringing this to TGS if it's so new I'm afraid I know I, I don't know if I don't know if they're gonna have anything good to show they'll probably like, just show the same thing again maybe they show, they'll like, show the same, the same, that's same, what I was, same that's thing what I was again, thinking of but now confirm that more. it's real time because <laughs> yeah, the, the battle scene <laughs> that was developed on the PC or that was yes. developed as an FMV that was an FMV yes that's right they didn't they didn't say if the uh I don't know. It was so weird how the the wording was. Was that that whole scene of him picking up the keyblade? We still don't know if that's real time, but I I don't think it is. I don't think either of them were. But I don't know, whatever. Either way, it's all cool stuff. Uh, we have some interesting information to think about. Uh, I would say if you haven't played Kingdom Hearts 3D, you shouldn't be listening to the show. No, you can <laughs> listen to the show, but you should play it because like literally all of it is. You know, if you want a trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3, that's a trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, so anyway, moving along to our interview review. Yay! Yay. So our first uh, our first bit of information comes from Nomura. All of them do. And they, <laughs> they're all answers to questions that uh, Famitsu had, and we're going to respond to them. Uh, the first one uh, is, I know that many fans are restless... Uh, because we have only released spin-off titles since Kingdom Hearts 2. So I decided to announce it along with Final Fantasy XV. Looking at the stage of development, though, I do think perhaps it is a bit early to be announcing it. <laughs> I love how honest he is. Um, you know, <laughs> at least. <laughs> so first, you know, it's like a feast or famine with Nomura. It's nothing. And, you know, little spin-off titles. And then all of a sudden, both Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy 15. So he likes to put yeah. on a show in the all dramatic. Um, and then he comes back and go, hmm, second-guessing a little bit here, maybe. I love how early. Japanese this is. This is so such a Japanese response. I do think perhaps it's a bit long a bit early to be announcing it and he also says I, I think it's in this it might not be in the same interview i think it was in the square enix channel interview but it was like i think it's perhaps too long that it's been since we've released a console <laughs> game <laughs> like he's, i don't know the, the whole way japanese culture works where you try to talk around the situation you try to you know avoid saying bold things so perhaps think, means for sure because well, he's—I mean—he's learned from the versus experience. Like, yeah, look that yeah. we make oh, fun yeah. of it every single year when E3 comes. Clearly, around. clearly, they've been working on this the whole time. Uh, so at least they've been working on it. Yeah, so they've definitely been working on fifteen or originally versus. They've been working on that the whole time, and they've ported it to PS4 since. So he hasn't been lazy. Yes, but but it I comes guess. now. Uh, it's still comes down to that question yeah. of well, when's the best time to announce it? And I think Square Enix has been accused of always of teasing too early. Yeah, Nomura just he had one of those self-revelatory moments. He woke up in the morning it's been eight years and I haven't even released Kingdom Hearts 3. I need to get my life together. And he has this Rocky montage <laughs> and then he finally puts together a teaser. It's so cute. Speaking of Nomura, uh, have you noticed that yes. he's he his physical appearance has totally changed? Really, since, I thought he looked you know, like six years ago. Yeah, I think he's a little chubbier now, but he a still little. he still has the he still has the same emo hair. <laughs> he still has the same hair, but I mean, the, the one thing that that took me back when I saw him in person was that he's finally like almost showing his age now because you know yeah, back then he kind of looked little... young, even though he's you know, older than you yeah. think, but like he's definitely showing his age now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It happens. I it's know. called mortality. We all have mortality, it's right? It's also called child star system. Child yes, star exactly. syndrome, rather. Yeah. Well, well, I'm I'm a churro, so I don't age. <laughs> yeah, you only you get only that. get multi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, Jackie, you want to take the next one? You bet. Okay, so Nomura says, right now there's a demo version that works on our existing equipment, and it's an absolute storm. It goes even beyond bold action. In KH3, you will have a three-person party, but depending on the world um, 
NPCs, non-playable characters, will also join in fighting. Basically, we're developing some very flashy action. You'll be flying through the sky, unfolding into air battles without landing. That's totally beast right there. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when I saw the trailer for Kingdom Hearts two, I to- I totally the first thing I noticed was um, they showed a lot of air combat in mm-hmm. that trailer, and I think you know with uh, them going to actually flash your battles in the air this time makes me just totally happy because it's like I love air battles in Kingdom Hearts series. Like I do yeah. more air combos than I do ground combos, so it's like yes, finally I'll be like. Matrix action in the air. We're going to be bouncing on walls and all that. Yeah, we're going to be <laughs> gone doing all that. I mean, they showed that in the teaser, you know, sort yeah. of, you know, jumping off the wall, riding waves of Heartless. Yeah. Like that's a pretty surfboard. awesome. And that's what bold you know? action is. I mean, this is translated, yeah. but it's um the, uh, the dream drop distance, jumping off the yeah, walls. Yeah, like free flow and all that. Yeah. I definitely think that uh, the first thing that I thought when I saw that part of the trailer was like, wow, this is like... Final Fantasy XV's little brother, you know? It's like, if you compare it, I mean, they're both, like, that type of action, but Kingdom Hearts is maybe a little bit more, I don't know, I guess, well, obviously cartoony, but also, like, a little bit more ridiculous in the way it goes. I just... So, I think they're going to play kind of similar. I just kind of thought that maybe Nomura had watched the World War Z um, trailer a bit <laughs> too much. Because I was just like, this Heartless looks a lot like the zombies or infected in World War Z. So I don't know. Um, Yeah, but it definitely looks exciting. (laughs) I love the way the the camera moves in that that whole sequence. Like how, you know, it's following Sora. It gives you a really cinematic look at the scene. You're jumping around. And I love how when the Heartless are up in the air and how he sort of locks on and the camera locks behind him in a cool over-the-shoulder look like I'm hoping they're able to accomplish this in in game like that kind of those kinds of camera moves because those can really make the scenes like even more epic it's all about angles and not only that cool. the, the cameras is, has always been like the Achilles heel of the Kingdom Hearts games. yeah it's a little bit you know Kingdom Hearts moves too fast for cameras <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean if I mean if you know what we've seen in Final Fantasy Fifteen, the way the that battle system is, yeah, the way you could do things is like if they can make the camera work on fifteen, I'm sure they can totally repeat that on three. Exactly. Yeah. See if they're going for more flashiness. That's something that I'm really happy about. Just pointing that out is that Final Fantasy Fifteen's coming first, so they get to go through all the growing pains while we get to reap all the benefits. <laughs> yep. So we, that's good. We get everything all polished and nice and neat. Exactly. It kind of reminds me of how, you know, this is kind of like what happened with Kingdom Hearts 1. You know, Final Fantasy X was the game that took all the lumps, transitioning to PS2, and then Kingdom Hearts comes along, takes its engine, and makes a really polished, fun game (laughs) (laughs) that was easier to make and looked cuter and had better facial animation. So I think Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to sort of take that. Uh, But Final Fantasy XV looks good, too. On the PSP with a Crisis Core. Then yep, same thing with Crisis Core. Breath Sleep came out, yeah. So kind of interesting the way that works, but I'm glad that Kingdom Hearts gets to be uh, very polished as a result. Mm-hmm. And Churro, you want to take this next one? Yep. For Kingdom Hearts 3, development developments unseen in the Kingdom Hearts series so far involving online elements are an investigation, so please look forward to upcoming news. This year in Japan, we'll be exhibiting at Tokyo Game Show and at Disney's D23 Expo Japan event. So I think there will be more information available around those times. So, online elements. So does this mean that there will be some multiplayer and the like happening? Could could be. It, it was kind of interesting the way... I don't know if I would imagine there'll probably be like Keyblade battles and maybe co-op, kind of like yeah. in uh, three five eight over two. That would be but pretty cool. Another another interesting trend at E three. I don't know if this will integrate into uh, Kingdom Hearts three, but there's sort of that whole single player becomes multiplayer mentality where you can have people that aren't in your game just sort of join your game mm-hmm. in a persistent fashion. Like I could have drop out. Yeah, drop in, drop out. I could imagine perhaps, let's say you're you're in the Keyblade War, and a challenger from the internet comes in, and he appears as you know just a generic uh, you know guy in a 
suit of armor. Keyblade wielder number four. Exactly. But he's actually controlled by a person, and he drops in to play in your game, and you're fighting a real person. You know, that could be kind of cool mm-hmm. if you knew. Uh, like something like, um, like if, they use, if they use Underworld again, they use Underworld tournaments. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Or like uh, birth, or Birthplace Sleep, where they had the Mirage Arena, where you can yeah. do battles against I guess other it, I guess people. it would make more sense then. I, I don't know. I don't know if Kingdom Hearts is that kind of game, because like, it, it seemed like a lot of games were stealing that mechanic from Journey where people just join your game and you're just playing with them. It's I don't know. I don't know how that'll work. I mean, like, they are experimenting with, like, a, a quote-unquote MMO style with uh, Kingdom Hearts Chi. Yeah. And, um, you know, especially with the days and Birth by Sleep being only local multiplayer only, you mm-hmm. know, then you got, you know, Key coming out with, you know, you can play with other people. Yeah. You know, from anywhere this time and I, to me I think they're just learning from those games to see what they can use for Kingdom Hearts 3 well I can tell you I would really love to do like co-op crazy bosses mm-hmm. with secret with my bosses. friends yeah like yeah. secret bosses that would have made like Sephiroth so much easier well Sephiroth and more oh, yeah. fun don't you yeah less yeah. frustrating yes but and yeah. I guess it would make more sense to have lots of Keyblade wielders together. Or maybe you could have, like, I don't know. I'd be afraid of this because it would distract from the main development. But maybe you could have, like, a set of co-op missions where you're a party of Keyblade wielders <laughs> and you go out and you fight things and you do Keyblade war battles. I don't know. I don't know. If or maybe, key- maybe they have something like, um, like how some MMOs are. You create your own quest line and you receive a... A craft item, and you can use the item to craft better keyblades or customized keyblades. Maybe. So we'll have to see. There's definitely a lot of possibility. Though, uh, though, definitely, I would love to see a gauntlet style. Yeah. Uh, online feature where you yeah. just just fight boss after boss after yeah. boss. Yeah. Something boss. like this online would it not run better on the Xbox One than on the PS4 because of the dedicated servers that they have in order uh, to field you know these large multiplayer segments of games. I've yeah, uh, that that is definitely a benefit uh, for being on Xbox is that they have those servers provided for you. I guess uh, for Square, they'd either have to do peer-to-peer for uh, PlayStation 4 where you do your own hosting, or they would have to do... Uh, they'd have to buy their own servers, and that would suck because that'd be expensive. Yeah, <laughs> so more likely they're gonna go with the with the first option. Yeah, uh, that's I mean, the thing. Like, I haven't really had a, too much problem with multiplayer on the PS3. Yeah, yeah. Not that so, bad. Uh, it all depends on who your host or who your who who the player is that is the host yeah. and how good their internet is. Yeah. So so just find people with Whereas, good internet, and then it's fine. Exactly. Or get and if good, they don't internet. Have good internet. Yes, get good internet. <laughs> okay. And if your friends don't have good internet, then why are you friends with them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Be reasonable. They're not a good influence They're on you. They're not hip enough. <laughs> All right. Well, this last one um, says, Among the developers, we are calling the visuals Kingdom Shader. On original worlds, this is the feel the characters will have. The shader will adjust depending on the world, so the visuals will match with the style of each Disney world. So, um... Kingdom Shader is basically their what they're calling uh, the the shaders that they use for uh, Kingdom Hearts. If you look at the trailer, uh, you know Sora definitely has a more painted style mm-hmm. uh, to sort of match with the Disney characters. Uh, they're not going with the uh, Visual Studio or Visual Works Studio style where they look like they do in the uh, FMVs. Uh, they're going with a more painted style. Still looks good. Still has a lot of pretty lighting. Um, but basically, for those not in the know of what what, what the hell is a shader, um, basically what shaders are uh, is how light is handled by a surface. So you can program how light is reflected by a surface. Uh, you can make something look have, have like a matte finish. You can have a glossy finish. Those are all handled by shaders. And... Shaders originally were added into the DirectX 9 pipeline, which sounds ridiculous, but what that means is that was PlayStation 3, Xbox 360. So we had shaders on our original consoles, but they weren't as advanced as what we have now in DirectX 11, which is what Luminous Studio runs. And you can do a lot of crazy things with shaders. Uh, Basically, what that means to the end user is with a shader, you can basically make 
the Disney worlds look exactly like they do in the movies. Mm-hmm. So if we have a Cars world, we can have a Cars game that looks just like Cars. If you have a Toy Story world, you can make it look just like Toy Story. You know, you can adjust it. You can make it look more CG. You can make it look more painted to match with the 2D games mm. or to, to the 2D films. So it really all depends on how they do things. Uh, for example, if you look at the shaders used in um, in Final Fantasy 15, that's what a realistic shader looks like. So if they happen to decide, hey, let's do a live action movie, they can say, hey, Final Fantasy 15 people, can we borrow your shaders? Yeah, sure, guys, go ahead. And there you go. I love how they sound like. <laughs> <laughs> they're far away. That, they're back they, in Tokyo. they sound kind of like a Disney character as well. It's very fitting. I had to make sure you understood they were far away. Hi, guys. Guys, you can use our shaders. No, you know what it sounds like? It sounds just like the guy from Dodgeball. (laughs) The really, oh, the one that, um, the one that his wife hates him or something, but whatever the case. Yeah, that guy. just like him. Anyways, (laughs) sorry that was completely off topic. But yeah, basically (laughs) the idea of shaders is that it's, it's the look of things. It's, uh... It, it's definitely hard to describe, um, but if if you do a look online of what shaders are, look up DX, or DirectX 11, you'll see some of the benefits they have. Another really cool benefit of DirectX 11, which is like my favorite thing ever, is something called tessellation. Uh, basically what tessellation does is the closer the camera, which is you, the camera gets to an object, the more polygons it adds to a model. So gone are the days that Sora's gloves and fingers look like octagons. They can all be smooth. Um, so his his you know his you know on his wrist his little sleeve of his uh, glove can be round. Uh, so that was one thing that I noticed in the trailer was that his his sleeve was this perfectly round thing of his on his shirt and on his glove. Uh, I don't know if that's you know, just because of the FMV, but that's actually something you can do with DirectX 11 uh, with tessellation. So things will progressively get better as you get closer. Uh, in older generations, they used to do what's called pop-in, where I'm sure if you play Grand Theft Auto and you're driving really, really fast, and you'll see like a whole city pop into detail. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's or right. trees that trees that aren't there that just appear. That's what they used to do. Um, with tessellation, you can avoid some of that. Um, I don't think they'll use it for that, but at least for you know characters, it's it's a it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. So lots of cool stuff. Look up DirectX 11 if you haven't. Uh, DirectX 11 is actually pretty freaking old. Um, it came out in 2010, I think. My PCs have been able to run DirectX 11 for five ever. I'm so excited for DirectX. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, just one thing to throw out there. Um, just my opinion. Uh, I since it's running DirectX 11, Nomura was sort of saying that the consoles that they're porting to, they're not really developing for that console. They're basically developing for things that run DirectX 11. So secretly in my quiet space, I wonder what would Kingdom Hearts 3 be like on my PC? Mm. Hmm. I would be so happy for that because then I could then I could play Kingdom Hearts with mods and I could be a horse with a keyblade, just like I'm a horse in Grand Theft Auto 4. Oh, you're gonna be so lots of things like to think Dr. about. Frankenstein. You you could be like imagine if Final Fantasy 15 and Kingdom Hearts were both on the PC and you could just like swap models and you could be Noctis with a Keyblade or you could be Sora as Prince Noctis. I mean the the possibilities. Whoa, slow down there, Brandon. <laughs> the game is still in <laughs> I'm development. Just mods, <laughs> mods are awesome. Mods are awesome. Anyway, so. Uh, that concludes our news. Yay! Yay! So, uh, basically, uh, this is all we know so far. But the good thing is, we are now on the IV, IV drip. They've put us on IV. We're in the hospital. We're on life support now, finally. And every big conference, there's going to be stuff to talk about. There's going to be interviews. Finally, again, we're going to have regular news. So be excited. Yeah. I know we say Please that a lot. Please be excited. Please be excited. Yeah. Square <laughs> Enix like is uh, the Kingdom Hearts exhibiting at the Tokyo Game Show and the Disney's D23 Expo. Yep. And that's just the beginning. So coming soon in September and then in October. So yep. get your bodies this ready. Just the get your beginning. bodies ready. Exactly. Uh, before we go, I just want to uh, say, just to reiterate, uh, next show we will be 
hopefully returning to our normal format, just in case anything crazy happens. But we'll definitely have burning question. And uh, our next burning question, if you haven't already answered it, uh, is what is your favorite cutscene from Kingdom Hearts 2 and what makes it special to you? I love how that rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so moving on to our mu- mu- music music. Music segment. I got too used to saying news, so now it's the music segment. Uh, our song is Simple and Clean. It's a cover by an amazing band. Uh, it happens to be a metal cover. The last one was also a metal mm-hmm. cover. No, I- I'm not a metalhead. I'm not really interested in metal. I just pick good covers for our music segment. Uh, this is sort of uh, in respect to the fact that the trailer had Hikairi orchestrated in it, so I think we should have an equally awesome uh, cover of the original game's song. So get nostalgic, get ready, you know, feel the awesome stuff from the song. Yeah. yeah. King Arts is <laughs> coming. So enjoy. And on to our outro. Our next episode of Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the 23rd of June. Um, you guys June? can... July. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, That's it. <laughs> if that was the case, that would be tomorrow. Sorry. 23rd of July. I'm too excited about June because Kingdom Hearts 3 was announced in June. Anyways, uh, you, su- you can subscribe to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts and we're number one. Yes. Yay. And of course, you can catch every episode of Kingdom Hearts Union at KingdomHeartsUnion.com or Churro. KH2.co.uk. All right, guys. It's goodbye time. Bye. Oh, no. We're having so much fun. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure we still have energy to expend. Especially Brandon. That's okay. I think he's no, about not, to like, I, yeah, not me. jump Br- off his wall. And Brandon took all my energy. Like, I took after all After he was done, I was, just, <laughs> I was just tired. Well, good news is I... Well, I don't know. People will hate me for this. But I bought a Vita, and I got Persona 4 Golden. So I'm going to be chewing through that thing um, again. Cause I Have actually, fun, Brandon. Have fun. Yeah. So we'll be playing Persona 4. So anyways, goodbye time. Everybody say goodbyes Bye. again. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. And I'm Brandon saying goodbye, and this has been a TweaksMusic.com and KingdomHeartsUnion.com production.